The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, coming up to 3.39 on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. Again, if you have a question for Grant Fedorik, all you have to do is go to leadingedgephysio.com. And on the page, just down on the right-hand side, there's a a box. It's a picture of someone, and it says, Ask the Physio. Click on it, ask your question, and uh, Grant or the staff, someone at the staff will, will get back to you. And he, he loves answering those questions. So don't be afraid to do that. Um, yeah. He's a, it's a, it's a busy little place. I've been there a couple of times. And uh, yeah, I don't, he, he works the craziest hours. Just when uh, he was heading out, he was saying he's working 12 hour days, and that's kind of light right yeah, now. Yeah, I was like, my goodness, I'm glad you love your job, but way, yay, yay. I can't imagine. But, you know, there's a lot of folks in this province that are working crazy long shifts. And I know, I think for some of us, when we have to do it, we're not used to doing it. It's like, oh my goodness, it, it can be exhilarating in this business. Unfortunately, it's usually when there's a, some sort of crazy breaking news or or whatever, and you're going forever and ever and ever and ever, and you, and you finish and, and it's like, you're exhausted because you're not used to that. Um, so for, you know, the guys and gals out there that are working 10 hour, 12 hour, 14 hour shifts, whatever it is that you're doing, man, tip of the hat to you. Because I don't, I just don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. We've talked about shift work on this show before too, uh, and it's and it's tricky. And I worked nights for a long, long time, and it wasn't until I got this job that I actually worked my day shift. The first time I'd ever worked a day shift in 30 years of working. Wow. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was. Uh, whoa. Okay. Yeah, you I get, get to, to have a bit of a life again. Exactly. And when I first started in this business business about seven years ago, I was working overnights and then transitioning to do afternoon traffic. So mm-hmm. my weekends would be oh. 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And then Monday to Friday, I'd do 2 p.m. to 6.30. So my life for 18 yeah. months was a mess. Yeah, it is. And it's it's funny what uh, what happens, I think, to your body. I mean, there's there's certain people that can do it and do it for years on end. I look at Bruce Bowie working that morning shift for, I don't know how many, what, 40 years of, of his career, 30 years of it. I did it for five years, and I thought it was... I was just a big wuss, though. I guess that's what it is. Let's talk a little Olympics. How about those uh, curlers? Oh, <laughs> I'm still really upset about that. I have a very strong opinion about their loss, and I know some people will disagree with me when I say this, but to me personally, the fact that the, the Team Canada, Rachel Homan's rink, is not coming home with any sort of medal, not necessarily mm. gold, I compare that to 1998 when Canada's men's hockey team did not come home with a medal. Okay. And by the way, this is Brad. This is Brad, the producer of this show. But here's the thing. Is it just because we're Canadian and we think we ought to, uh, that um, we're, we're, we're good at curling, we're, we're good hockey players, we don't automatically assume we're going to get gold in... I don't know, ski ballet or whatever it is. It's not there anymore. It's the first thing that popped in my head. It's a great YouTube video, though. Yeah. (laughs) We don't automatically assume that. Why is it that we assume or just expect that we should be getting gold or a medal, at least, in these sports? 
I think it's because we dominate on a national level, specifically in mm. curling. We have the most competitive fields. When it came to Roar of the Rings, which is the tournament mm -hmm. that the top nine teams go to to then qualify for the Olympics, you're talking about nine rinks that, deservingly so, could represent Canada in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And most of those teams are better on paper than the national team but, of Japan, South Korea, etc. Here's the deal. We know, we know, it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing, that you can the bed <laughs> at any given day and and sometimes the maybe the mental game isn't on just we, we've all had those days or we've all had that game whatever it is thinking oh yeah this is going to be an automatic and it turns into nothing but an automatic i was speaking to a friend of mine back in ottawa he actually used to curl against Rachel Homan. And I texted him for some sort of insight. What did he think? And he said, I guarantee you, the moment she threw her first rock, she thought or knew that they were going to win the gold medal. There was no, well, we'll see how this goes and hopefully we make the playoffs and hopefully we come home with at least a bronze. For Rachel Homan, it is, we're going to South Korea, we're going to win gold, and anything less is unacceptable. And she showed that on her face last night mm. after that game and in the post-game interview. She was devastated, and she should be, because we're all devastated back here, too. We expect to win gold in these events. That's a lot of pressure, though, that we're putting on these athletes. Absolutely, but it's like the men's hockey team. In, back in 2006, when they came in seventh place in Italy... <laughs> The country was furious with them. In 1998, that fury was directed towards Mark Crawford because mm -hmm. he didn't have Wayne Gretzky in mm -hmm. the shootout, and that's a whole other story. But the pressure should be there because we are exceptionally good at these sports. Hmm. Okay. Tell me about... I didn't watch the interview with uh, the home and rink afterwards. I saw some criticism of it on on uh, Twitter, and, and that criticism came from another Olympic athlete, a gold medalist, saying, you know what, the questions were unfair, um, and I think one of the questions was, well, you must be really disappointed, or one of the things must have been really disappointed. Well, of course she's really disappointed, um, and, and people were taking exception with that, with that question, but I think one of the things that folks need to know is we 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 want the soundbite of you saying that you're really disappointed. <laughs> That's our job. I know. You know, and it's unfortunate that we approach athletes, we, when I say reporters and news mm -hmm. people, we, we approach them in those unfortunate moments. But as an experienced athlete like Rachel Homan, who's been in the spotlight mm -hmm. for the last seven or eight years, she knows that's mm -hmm. coming. And the questions are going to be frustrating to her and annoying to her because she did just lose her opportunity at a medal. Mm -hmm. So I understand people thinking, oh, this is harsh and this is, you sh this is brutal right now what you're doing to her. But as a reporter, you're not going to go up to Rachel Homan and say, you played really great and it just didn't work out today, right? That's not what happened. What's going on with the men's curling? Well, we're in the semis. Okay. We play the United States tomorrow morning. I Is it going to be tough? The States are a good rink. I feel like they're playing a little bit above their typical mm -hmm. level. 
Canada should win, but again, they lost a few games in the round robin yeah. as well. It has not been a great performance so far for the men or the women in uh, the Olympics. The mixed was great, but uh, yeah. uh, separately a different story. All I know is that my uh, my 23-year-old stepson has taken a great interest in women's curling over the past <laughs> over the past week. So, uh, men's hockey, we d- uh, we beat Finland what one nothing last night? One nothing early this morning. Okay. I, I woke up early enough. It was uh, it was a close game. Not too much excitement from an offensive standpoint, but hey, I mean, okay. we won one nothing. We're on to the semis Friday morning against Germany, mm. which is a story in itself. I mean, Germany is not known for their uh, hockey prowess, but they came up with a four three overtime win over Sweden. You just never know, though. That's the one one of the 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 great things about sport. Anything can happen at any time. Well, look at the Super Bowl. How many exactly. people thought, how many people yes, were convinced? An, let's take another look at that Super Bowl win by the Eagles. Yes. Exactly. So anything can happen yeah. at any moment. And great news, our Canadian women going for gold tonight. I can't wait. If, if you need something to watch tonight, you have to sit down with your family and watch this game. This is the equivalent to the Super Bowl for these women. Mm -hmm. This is the Stanley Cup for these women. This is what every hockey fan wants to see when it comes to women's hockey. Canada, U.S., gold medal Mm -hmm. game. And considering the time change, thank you so much to the IOC for putting this on (laughs) at 9 o'clock in the evening, our time to watch it. It's going to be a great show. I I love the passion that you have for the Olympics, Brad, because I I actually don't know anyone else in my life right now that has this passion. It's you been like it. this for a long time. I just, like I said yesterday, I I am so proud to be Canadian, but during the Olympics, it just reaches heights that uh, I can't even really explain. We did get a couple of medals overnight. So Calgary's uh, Brady Lehman won gold in the men's freestyle ski cross. Uh, Kevin Drury finished in fourth. Now, I have to say, I watched that crash of uh, Crystal Bosco. Wow, that that was a tough one to watch. It and was, and he's, and he's okay. But he is boy, okay. oh boy, what I didn't even know what freestyle ski cross was until I looked at that. It's like it's like crashed that Red Bull race. Yeah, except on skis. Yeah, they're going really fast, and they're cutting corners at a really tight rate. And there's four of them, and the track is basically wide enough for four people. It's it was crazy. a great show. It was a great show. It's exciting. If nothing else, it's exciting. And um, in bobsleigh, we got a bronze medal, women's bobsleigh, uh, last night as well, which was really great. It was really great. I bet Kaylee Humphreys is feeling a little bummed out because she is the defending champion and she is one of those competitors, much like Rachel Homan, where she wanted to win gold. She won a bronze. That's fantastic. But, you know, the competitor in her, and it is her last Olympics. Mm -hmm. So you want to go out on top kind of thing. Yeah. But, I mean, hey. Hey, it's a medal. You want a bronze medal at the Olympic Games. Yeah, for sure. Um, and oh, a few few days left. And then what, what are you going to do with your time, Brad? Still thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> sleep? We'll go yeah, to sleep a definitely. little bit. Yeah, it's... Um, I have. I, I'm on. I'll be honest. I haven't watched much. I watched some of the skating. Uh, watch it. You know, pop in and out of the hockey here and here and there. But it, it's the time change is is tricky. And I was reading an article. Was it today or yesterday about you know the Olympics and why uh, there's no big really very few big cities that want to host them anymore because the benefits aren't necessarily there anymore and the cost to do it um, you know are, are 
is staggering. So what happens? What's going to happen in the future with these Olympic Games? I think you're going to start to see a lot of split venues, Mm -hmm. much like Calgary has suggested, hey, let's do some events in Whistler, let's do some in Edmonton. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at Rio in 2016. That city is... Mm-hmm. in a very, very dark state mm-hmm. to come back from that. They're going to be in the hole for dozens and dozens of years, I think, going forward. 2026 has been awarded to Paris. They haven't awarded 2028 yet. I would think, starting in 2028 or 2030, you're going to start seeing a dual city approach to the Olympics. Do you think that the Olympics could cease to happen? No. I don't think so because amateur sport, that's really the only... It's the pinnacle of amateur sport. It's really the only showcase for them. I mean... Well, there's lots of different competitions, but on a world... Well, I guess there there would be some world events, but... But nobody watches bobsleigh in January, the year before the Olympics, right? There's not a lot of folks turning in to watch the world bobsleigh competition. No. So I think you need the Olympics. I want the Olympics. I think you're still getting a lot of people mm-hmm. to watch the Olympics every year, especially here in Canada in the winter. We do because we do yeah. so well. I can't it, see it going anywhere. It was uh, another article last night. I don't know if you saw this. I think it was in L.A. Um, an NBC affiliate down there was covering, was was showing whatever sport was on. They cut away to cover a car chase that was going on. So they went to it, and people on Twitter were like, oh, my gosh, have you really you know, cut away from the Olympics to show a car chase? But it's L.A., so they did it, and they kept with it. And then... Um, they kept it on so long that when they went back, the car chase hadn't finished. They lost viewers who didn't stick around to go back to the Olympics. They went back to a local affiliates to see what happened with the car chase because they became so invested with the car chase and the numbers showed that the numbers were the ratings were better for the car chase at that moment. Treating it like the 1994 NBA Finals when OJ was driving oh, away. Oh, OJ. <laughs> I'll never forget that day at all. Uh, 3.52 on the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. Okay, 3.55 as we uh, head up to the top of the hour. Eileen Bell will have latest news headlines, including, well, I don't know. I shouldn't assume what she's going to have in her newscast. I know she had been talking about it throughout the day today about um, uh, how Edmonton is sending out more resources to deal with the the slippery side streets. I don't know what it's like in your neighbourhood, Chedville, but um, my road is pretty much a a skating rink. We don't have sidewalks, but the road is pretty pretty sketchy. And I was driving in... um, just over Allendale area the other day, and it was, it was pretty mucky. Yeah, it's pretty bad near my place. I'm in an apartment building downtown, mm-hmm. and uh, some days it's not too bad. Other days, you know, you, you catch a spot and you feel like you're going to fall flat on your yeah, butt. Yeah, a little tricky. So what they're going to do starting at three o'clock this afternoon, they started using a, a chip thing to like a larger aggregate to put down, uh, as well as sand. Um, so it's going to be a 25-75 split. So with the temperatures up and down over the past, you know, a uh, couple of weeks. So yeah, it's been pretty bad. They're also suggesting um, that you walk like a penguin. 
<laughs> Sorry, I know I had to say it. I heard Bob Layton this morning. Are you walking like a penguin? It's like really? Did that just come out of Bob's mouth? But it is. That's yeah. how they suggest that you walk on on the slippery spots. I I saw a woman, you know, go down wipe out pretty pretty hard the other day so keep that in mind so if you have any uh, worries about uh, the roads in your neighborhood give 311 a call you can talk to them report it there the four o'clock news with eileen bell up next the 6 30 chad afternoon news with Jaylen nye and andrew gross weekdays at two on 6 30 chad